0: You okay looking at yourself? Are you okay? What do you mean? Am I okay you, looking, looking at yourself? You're looking at yourself. You have to look at yourself on camera I to make sure. At
1: I, I evidently. I really. That, enjoy that was a long myself. pause walking over here <laughs>
0: just to look at yourself for five minutes.
1: Are you okay? You prettied up. Um, I think so. Okay. What do you think? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question you always ask me. Am I more sexy than fine, or it. fine than sexy? <laughs>
0: I love, now you're coming around. Now I'm still in materials. Now you're coming around. <laughs> uh, neither. Uh, I'm the only fine and sexy one on the show. That's it. Okay. I mean, you, right. you are.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. You look like handsome. Thank you. I'll give you a hand. Thank you. Fine and sexy reserved. I like your
0: teeth. Fi- fine and sexy reserved
1: <laughs> for yours truly. All yes. Right. Okay. Okay. Q&A episode 10. Here we go. 10 weeks, D. 10 weeks, yeah. yeah. Loving it. Yeah, absolutely. I know what you were waiting on me to This is not T. You thought uh, I was going to oh, say Oh, yeah, because this yeah. will be the third week in a row yeah, you, exactly. you no, were blown away. Ten. No, 10. weeks ten. ago by yeah. this brilliant idea. Yeah. Uh, question number one. Chris Mooring asks, what is your best moment in football besides being drafted and winning the Super Bowl?
0: Best moment in football. Man, there are so many, you know, great moments. Like, individual moments, I, I – one that sticks out in particular is we're playing the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. We, uh, you know, it was a lot on the line late in the season. And it was, you know, basically where we we're going to get seated in the playoffs. And a huge, huge game. And I was, they were moving the ball down the field, got into the red zone. Um, I think they were like on a 10 or, yeah, maybe the 10-yard line or something like that. And Randall Cunningham was the starting quarterback, and he, you know, looked my way, and then he tried to take his eyes a different way to try to trick me. And he threw the ball out in the flat, and I didn't bite. Man, I went and got it.
1: You went and picked it off.
0: I went and picked it off. Is I this know. the
1: famous uh, where the O lineman right, almost caught they, you. you? You
0: know what? Uh, o lineman, O lineman, the D lineman. <laughs> <O-linmen, D-linmen. laughs> Our D line. This is the, the no, famous no, no, no. Chad Philadelphia. Hennings. Philadelphia. No, please. They do. they weren't oh, even in the picture, man. brother. They weren't even. There wasn't even. Need, there was. There was DJ, no green in DJ, the picture
1: in this moment, right now. I need you to insert oh that God, clip. Dude, I'm telling you, because you, you had to jump over Cunningham.
0: I jump over. I make you yeah. miss. No. And he, then he, I had to, he then, flailed at you. And like, then the Philly turf caught on fire somehow.
1: See, I'm thinking. Had, I'm thinking because I hit
0: I I95. <laughs> On on the way to the other end zone. So yes. I'm thinking a different highlight. Give me some love.
1: The one I'm thinking of was that was a home game. Was that whatever y'all called it, Cowboy Stadium? Whatever. Yeah, that's one. Someone thinking of. tried. You to, picked it off. Like ne- they were they were driving in. It was near the goal line. You picked it off, and then you went and jumped over Randall Cunningham and took it. To no, the that house.
0: was Randall Cunningham. That was you got them all. You got all mixed up. This okay. was in Philadelphia.
1: This was, happened hey, like 90 years story? ago. Who can cares? I tell the story?
0: Can I tell the story? <laughs> A man asked Go ahead. a question, Go ahead. I answered the question. That was, that was one of the defining moments in, in my career. That I, that, but there were so many others, man. There were so many others that, like, I still remember the big play in the Super Bowl that Larry Brown made that maybe it wasn't an individual defining moment, but as a team, it defined, like, who we were as a team because, you know, everyone always expected the big-name guys to, to make a play and Larry, stepped up made two huge plays in the in the Super Bowl and became the MVP man it just tells you anybody can you know can 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 be can get there and 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 be the hero on you know on any given day and Larry Brown was that guy on the biggest stage so that's a, one of the most defined and you know Larry went through that year and lost his son his his newborn child earlier in that season man so it like came back full circle man yeah. it was just a great feeling
1: yeah, that's interesting. You had a – how many years did you play in the NFL? 13, 13 years. Yeah. And then you play – you know, obviously had a college career, high school career. So all that football and you, the best moment was somebody else's big game for you. So that, that's interesting. That, because
0: it just – it's just life, man. I mean, the guy never stopped chopping wood. And the guy just, you know, emotionally he was down. His entire family was down. We all rallied behind him. But there's nothing like, you know, losing a child, man. Yeah, And, you know – through that process, man, he could continue to
1: fight and and, uh, just
0: great end of the story, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. There you go. John Casaberry, what if football didn't work out for you? What was your Mm, backup plan? Boy. That's a great question. John, uh, slanging? No, I'm just joking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think, you know, from where I came from, there were two options. Um, one was just to go to work, whatever it was that was, you know, and I had a lot of friends and, and I'm not taking, this is not a shot at them, but a lot of friends didn't have aspirations and dreams to go to college. They just graduated from high school and did what their parents did. Got a job. Uh, I think mine would have been, uh, I would have joined the military Hmm. hands down because there was no way that I could have survived living in that city with my makeup
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and i'm an extremist in, in a lot of ways with my makeup i wouldn't have survived in that city because i would have i would have been drawn probably to the wrong things yeah. and been some bad outcomes so my thought process much like my older brother todd he went right into the service he didn't even graduate he went through high school and before he even walked, the week before he walked, he, he, he took gone. off. He left. Mm. Yeah, because he knew he needed to get out. Yeah. And,
1: I, and, and I would have followed in the same path. Interesting. So knowing your story, it's almost a two-part question in that that answers to me what you would do if football hadn't worked out from a high school standpoint. Yes. So in other words, if you hadn't had the opportunity to go to college, yes. you'd go in the military. Now, let's say you did go to – so high school worked out. You were all everything. Mm-hmm. You went to college – and played at Arizona State, all that played out. The only thing different now is you didn't make it to the NFL. Yeah. Then what do you think you'd be doing with a college degree? Yeah,
0: that's even – I don't know because my eyes were opened up to so many other options when I went into college. Yeah. It wasn't just the military and it wasn't, you know, being a cop. It, be, it became more of – I've watched – um, I was introduced and in, and in, in saw different opportunities as far as business, as far as real estate. I saw a lot of things in just college. Through, you, just you in college, saw that. in college, because I was in the you know I was at a school where you know some of the boosters that I ended up meeting were were business owners, mm-hmm. and and I had and I was drawn to that. I was drawn to the fact that you could own your own business and you can have some flexibility with your time as long as you worked hard and play. You know, you can work hard and play hard, and I, I think I would have probably. Gone down a road of uh, you know, of corporate America, mm-hmm. and then eventually went on to be an entrepreneur through that yeah. process. Yeah,
1: isn't that crazy how that three years? Because you were there three years.
0: I was there four year. I graduated three and a half years. Okay. I was there for four years. But that
1: yeah. four year period of life just gave you all that new perspective, yeah. all those new opportunities. It opened your eyes to something. Yeah. If you had stopped just at high school, you're going down the military path. Yep. You stopped just at college, all of a sudden now because of what you're exposed to,
0: exposure is it a, just opened your eyes man, to it's everything. A, it's hope, man. Yeah. And a lot of and that's the thing. We you know, in the inner city and in my C five program here in St. Five, Texas, here in, in Dallas, like we mentor kids, but a lot of those kids have never seen an office building. No. They don't know what what a you know what what corporate America is. They don't know anything mm. outside of their little bubble that they're in. So it's always great to expose kids, not only, yeah. you know, my, my kids, but other kids to, to different opportunities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm all, look, I'm all for pull yourself up by your bootstraps, yeah. work hard. I'm all for that mentality, but yeah. I also recognize and have been exposed to the idea that you also have to, you also have to be seen yes. or see opportunities. See, see opportunities. Is that, you have yeah. to know what's possible. Mm-hmm. And so that organization, bunch of organizations, exposing those kids to what's possible, right. is what they need. Yeah. Because again, hard work is great, but if you don't know any different, yeah. what are you gonna do with
0: that yeah. hard work? He, again, if if you're listening to the show out there, and I know it was uh, that was a great question, but it, you know I don't want to be off, you know off the mark here. But yeah, you know, get back into the community, mm-hmm. serve those kids, give them opportunities. You know, with, with C5 Texas, what we do is we expose them to. You know, to every different professional—doctors, lawyers, uh, real estate, you know, entrepreneurs, whatever mm-hmm. it is—just get out there and expose some of these young kids. You, you you'll, it, it is so gratifying to go through that process. Yeah,
1: and and this is maybe a weird analogy for what we're talking about, but. It's it, it speaks to the power of when you see something and you know, it's, you see that it's possible. Yeah. All of a sudden the barriers are broken down. It's like the four minute mile Yeah. for the longest time that was never broken. However mm-hmm. many years it took to break that. Mm-hmm. And now thousands of people Go have broken back, f- yeah. or whatever the number yeah. is. The mm-hmm. point is nobody thought it was possible until it was That's right. And now it, you know, now that there's that confidence behind it. So yeah. same thing with these kids, That's right. give them that confidence behind and that yeah. exposure. That's awesome. Uh, Leandro Baldenegro, are you butchering his name? Well, I might be. Leandro, <laughs> we're Leandro, getting into some hairy Leandro, territory Leandro. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might let you take over that one. I like this question. This is a great question. Uh-huh. What is the restaurant you have to go to when you are back home visiting Phoenix? What was mm. your favorite place to eat as a kid in Maryville? Oh man, I love that question. Oh well, man, I can't. Question. You know what?
0: We didn't have any money to go eat at at restaurant.
1: Honestly, no, man. I, 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 not and I I don't mean this negatively at all, but right. that's that's my that was my first thought. I was like, yeah. I wonder how much he really actually went out to
0: eat. We control. didn't go out to eat, yeah. man. Mom you know what the best dinner place was? <laughs> Mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. And didn't matter mm-hmm. what it was, that's that's what we had. I, I can remember though, there's one place that we used to go to called Ritos. Ritos? Uh, Ritos. What uh, kind of food uh, Mexican is Rito's? food. Oh, okay. dude. To this day, every time I go to Phoenix, I stop over at Rito's, Rito's. up at Roosevelt and and get a, you know, burrito and
1: is it it's like a, a hole in the wall? It's it, a house, oh, I love brother. It. That's the best. It, it's
0: a. It's just a house. That's now best. things have changed with my body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> digestive tract is a little different. The
0: <laughs> <track>. <laughs> you know, but I, I get myself worked up because I will not eat before I leave. I, you know, when I get on that plane. I'm not right. eating. I get right. down there. It's so the first thing I do is go read this, and yeah. it, dude, it knocks me back. Yeah. But the food is just great. So, uh, I would say that. But again, man, you know, growing up, I just didn't, you know. We grew up in an area where fast food restaurants were all over the place. they were prevalent. Yeah. And I would never, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to recommend that. So,
1: Since I have a tendency to turn everything into about me, yes, I'm going to follow you that do. up with, there's a place in Abilene, same idea. It's called La Popular. Mm-hmm. And it's like, breakfast burritos oh and it's hole in the wall uh-huh. i mean it's every time literally every time i go back home i have to go there mm. at least at least once sometimes twice. is it only breakfast on or are they do it's the only lunch? well they, yeah no sorry they don't only do, they do lunch and stuff i've never had anything other than breakfast burritos and they've got a it, big man, variety like, breakfast it's burritos
0: are like oh it's, it's a special man and it, that's special. my
1: big complaint about living where we live is there's no good places like that there's yes. no hole in the wall place you yes. got to go all the way down to south dallas yeah we need to bring something up north Okay. <laughs> Next question with zoning. Sorry, sorry. Uh since you said a lot of times your mom would cook. Yeah. Let's let's change the question a little bit. What was the best thing your mom used yeah, to Everything.
0: Make? Like I, I, my mom could make a bologna sandwich and it was some That's for good. some reason. That love,
1: man. There's that, something about that love. There's
0: something about it, man. When she we always said my mom put put her foot into everything. She didn't yeah. bake. Baking mm-hmm. She did, she want to a baker. Yeah, baking that yeah, cookies and all that wasn't our yeah. thing. But anything chicken um beef i'm talking stews she used to make these stews man in these crock pots and do it all day like oh, she'd yeah. start early in the morning chop some and it was quick there was no measuring cup chop 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 it up boom throw it in and go
1: she just it was it was a feel it,
0: greens Yeah. Potato salad.
1: Like, man, we used to Why'd you have to say greens and chicken?
0: <laughs> because that's how we grew up, man. I'm not holding back.
1: What <laughs> I was supposed to say. Oh, we ate
0: filet meat. I didn't have a filet. I can't remember. I remember my first year in college having a filet.
1: I don't know if I've still a had a filet. I don't <laughs> know if <laughs> I've had a filet to this day. <laughs> I grew up very similar, believe it or not. Yeah, you, not, did. Not, you not, did. Not in inner city, but you did. Same, mentality. same mentality. We don't go out to eat. Yeah. And if you do go out to eat, there's no, I mean, you're getting water. Yes. And it's bare bones. We're yeah. sharing meals. Like, it was very <laughs> similar. <laughs> so <laughs> my par- out of the same straw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So my, parent, my mom cooked all the time. Like, that yeah. was, A, it saved us money. But, B, man, there was a, I can remember most nights of the week, we were at the family table together. Yeah and that yes. was before ipads and something. Mm-hmm. we were what would we, we would sit there and we would talk right it's such a crazy a idea yeah nowadays no At tv my table. dad yeah. was super strict about that no tv on in the yeah. background we were gonna sit there and we were gonna yeah i mean there were six of us yeah, so that,
0: those are that those are good yeah those are great qualities to have that's a great foundation to have. yes
1: yeah. yeah and that's something that i take my, now obviously you know technology's changed and if you're out at a restaurant and your three year old's throwing a fit, you got to do what you got to do. Jeez, shoot, I, but maybe, maybe take the effort. Pad, and, yeah, yeah, maybe take the effort and, and you know fix the behavior. But yeah. anyway, uh, again, I don't know how to turn that into me. But uh, well, last you question, do, you always flip it. You always flip it. <laughs> oh, this is another man. These are great questions, Josh Alman. What's your favorite sports movie, number one, and what's your favorite movie of all time? I'm
0: not a movie guy, man. And no? I can't remember movies. Like, my wife can remember every movie that she's ever watched. And, like, the actors and all that. That's a hard question. Like, I, I you know, the one that pops up is Remember the Titans, right? Hmm. That's yeah. the one that, that pops up. I think that's the last one I actually watched sports yeah. movies. I'm not big on the sports movies. I'm not either. They're, yeah, they're just,
1: all, for the most part, they're pretty cheesy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, I'm not. But that's the one with Denzel. Because, and it's because Denzel Washington is, like, mm. one of my favorite actors. Yeah. So... Uh, that one, and then just, like, movies all together. Oh, man. There's so – anything that Denzel's in, man. Yeah. I like, for some reason, his movies – like, Training Day for me was yeah. just, like
1: – John Q was on TV. Do you remember that? Remember John Q? Oh, John Q? Q, yes. Yeah, where he, where he holds yes. up the hospital. Yes. Oh, what a great yes. movie. Based on a true story, yeah. they said. No. Yeah, based on a true story. Now, yeah. obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of details they added in right. the movie, but, yeah, based on a true story. You know what
0: I was, though, when I was a kid? You know what I love? Star Trek, to me, was everything. You haven't even watched Star Trek, no, have you? No, I'm Brother, not a nerd. I'm telling you, I was a nerd. <laughs> I was a nerd that grew up in <laughs> the I loved Star Trek. I huh. couldn't, man, when I first saw it, I was just blown away.
1: What did you like about Star Trek?
0: The whole, like, I mean, just the whole space thing, and the yeah. whole Odyssey. you remember you know the,
1: the TV show, right? Um, come the on? movie. Oh, the actual movie, okay. There was a TV show about Star Trek. No,
0: no, no! With the ball, dude. No, no. Did and the Lavar, I, I, I thought I, LeVar said Star, Bar- I say
1: Star Wars or Star Trek. No, you said Star Trek. Okay, I'm
0: sorry. Star, okay. Wars, Star Wars, Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, Star Trek. I, like I was 90- never a Trekkie. I yeah. was never okay. a Trekkie. I just want to make okay. sure I got that right. Star Wars is what I, okay. what I, and I just loved the whole, you know, Han Solo and yeah. and Chewbacca, and I, I. There was something about that movie that was, you know, even to the point where this is how big of a nerd I was as far as Star Wars was considered, like. I knew like, like the producers and Steven Spielberg. Really? and Oh yeah, dude. I got into deep. it, man. I was deep. Wow. I didn't. I deep. didn't tab. You it was a Star great Wars escape, guy. man. It was like one of those great escapes. Yeah.
1: yeah it Took you out of your uh, your real life for a little bit. Yeah. That's what that's what movies are, right? They, yeah. They entertain you for an entertain hour. and a Entertain you, man. Yeah. You know, I'm a little disappointed. I'm going to speak to the people my age. I'm a little disappointed you didn't say a couple of movies, sports movies. Sandlot, number one. That's got to be Sandlot the greatest.
0: Sandlot is a good – well, you were a kid watching Sandlot, yeah. right? I was oh, yeah. pretty much well, – when did true. Sandlot come out? I that's was true. pretty much an adult. That's a great point. Yeah. That's
1: a great point. Yeah. I was I – think, I think it came out in 90, early 90s, 90, so I was yeah. six or seven. Yeah. I was and then the Little Big League. Have you ever heard of Little Big League? It's where the the, the 12-year-old, his grandfather owns the Twins. And, and he, he passes pitches? away. And he No, he passes away. And he and his grandson, he gives it to his grandson in his will. Uh-huh. It's a team. Is he the GM, the and owner? So he's now? the owner, huh. but the coach, and I'm giving you the whole dude, you need to go watch this great wow. movie. <laughs> Something happens to the coach, they don't like to bump heads. And so he decides as a 12 year old, he's going to manage and coach the Minnesota that, Twins. Oh, and wow. And so, they, of course, they're the laughing stock of baseball. And then it turns out they end up doing he lost to Ken Griffey Jr. in that movie. King Griffith Jr. was everything. That was your start. That's what he was. was, He was was in the movie, and and they, you know, most movies end with a happy ending. Like you know, know, and King Griffith Jr. Seattle Mariners beat the Twins in in the movie. In the oh really in the finals? uh, well, I I think it was like, uh, I think yeah, I think it was the playoffs. It wasn't Uh, the World Series, but
0: you're a big Griffey fan, growing up. Oh my
1: gosh, dude. Huge. You used pain. to wear your hat
0: backwards too, dude. For you? sure, oh I did everything.
1: Gosh. I could do his exact batting stance, like to the to the. He was left all the way down where he dug into the dirt. I you, would do you, it exactly. You don't. You do I didn't. I didn't do it in a game. I'm just talking yeah. about like I like. I just lo- I would sit there and watch his games and have a bat in my hand and I would sit there and uh, sit. Like, I was all about King Griffey Jr. Huh, but a lot point. of kids were my age. Yeah. Like, true. you ask 10 kids who, who were my age, right. nine of them would say, yeah, Griffey was, was the man. Yeah. You know, you talked about, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, Muhammad Ali yeah. would be your one guest. Mm-hmm. Griffey would be my oh, one yeah. guest. If we could have anybody. So, I don't know if you, you – That's ESPN interesting. Connections. That's, I just
0: saw Griffey on the – Yeah, uh, he was at the Home Run uh, Derby. The, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that. So, yeah.
1: If there was any way we could get him on in person would be, would be ideal. but Not Jordan. No, not. I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. But King of junior was my hero hmm. growing up. He was the man. That's interesting. Yeah, he was. I mean,
0: he's look, trust me. I mean, there was a point in time where he was, you know, the number one player in baseball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had it not been for
1: injuries, he would be down as I mean, he is still one of the greatest. But right. I mean, he was unbelievable in the 90s. Yeah, he was. Unreal so anyway alright well like I said I successfully turned three of three out of four of those back, back to you. me yeah like you always do yeah, thank you
0: <laughs> thank you for tuning in the and Gibbs show uh, <laughs> really appreciate it
1: you guys have a good weekend